Our second scripture reading comes to us from the book of 1 John, chapter 3, verses 16 through 24. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for one another. How does God's love abide in anyone who has the world's goods and sees a brother or sister in need and yet refuses help? Little children, let us love not in word or speech, but in truth and action. And by this we will know that we are from the truth and will reassure our hearts before him. Whenever our hearts condemn us, for God is greater than our hearts, and God knows everything. Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have boldness before God, and we receive from Him whatever we ask, because we obey His commandments and do what pleases Him. And this is His commandment, that we should believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as He commanded us. All who obey his commandments abide in him, and he abides in them. And by this we know that he abides in us, and by the Spirit that he has given us. This ends the reading of God's holy word. May God have many blessings to the hearing of it. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we have come into your house and gathered in your name to worship you. Enable us to hear your call in our lives. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts here together be found pleasing and acceptable in your sight. Our Lord, our Rock, our Redeemer. Amen. Friends, those of us in this shirt uh, returned last night uh, anywhere between 3 and 6 o'clock from spending at least a week in Mars Hill, North Carolina. There we participated in the Mars Hill Mission Trip. This is our fourth year participating in it. It's a partnership between three churches, ourselves, Christ Memorial up in Columbia, Maryland, and Shadyside Presbyterian Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We come together each year and we work with the Community Housing Coalition of Madison County, and we work with homeowners who are in dire need. Uh, This year we had 78 people on the mission trip, Of those, 20 of them were children who were there with the children's ministry. 16 were high school youth. We had several college students. We had uh, uh, four or five adults who stayed back to work with the college students. And the rest of us went out to eight different job sites and worked on homes. We worked on everything from replacing floors to replacing roofs, uh, replacing windows, installing windows, to even converting basically a shed into a home, because that's all they had to live in. A property that had no plumbing, um, that that was just in in dire needs. Uh, So it is an eye-opening experience. It's a a very fulfilling experience. I'm going to try something new. We've got two clickers today, so I'm going to... All right, we do have them working. Our theme this week was Truth Plus Action equals love. And it comes from the uh, uh, verse 18 that I read. Little children, let us love not in word or speech, but in truth or action. Now, we were on the job site from about 8.30 to 5 each day, with some exceptions. Wednesday, we stop at noon and have a family day. We'd gather back in the evening for dinner at the cafeteria, and then we'd gather for worship. Four times the worship are led by a different pastor, 
And then the final night is led by the congregation, the people gathered as they share where their lives have been touched. And we all preached on this theme, truth plus action is love. And several of the pastors confessed that they were terrible at math. This goes makes sense. We're, we're pastors. We believe in the Trinity. One plus one plus one equals one. It, uh, math is not our strong suit. But I actually am good at math. I, I've always had an acclamation for it. I just don't like it. So I didn't pursue it. Uh, but we looked at this as a mathematical formula. And to, to do something, when I did debate, you have to first define the terms. So first I went to John chapter 4, verse 6, where Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus says, I am the truth. So Jesus equals truth. Then we go to uh, the book of 1 John, chapter 4, verses 7 through 8. It says, Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. From this, we take that God is equal to love. So our formula is truth plus action equals love. We have a secondary formula, Jesus equals truth, and God equals love. Now, if you know about mathematics, if things are equal, you can switch them out. So we can take truth and switch it out with Jesus. We can take love and switch it out with God. And that gives us Jesus plus action equals God. And I was playing with this formula uh, last night on the car ride home yesterday. Um, and as uh, Jan said, many of us are tired. We've worked all week. We drove in. Uh, special thank you to Sue Kennedy who got this music Friday night. We've been listening to it played by guitar all week. She got home at 5.30 last night and immediately had to find the music and start to practice it. Uh, Jan got the, the liturgist stuff this morning. The PowerPoint was put together last night. So if there are some few hiccups, I hope you will show your, your usual grace. But Jesus plus action equals God. When we want to follow God's love, we can't just say it. We have to do it. We have to show it. We have to actually do something. Uh, Pope Francis once said, you pray for the hungry and the homeless, and then you feed them. That's how it works. That's not enough just to pray, but you have to let your actions be your prayers. It's not enough to say that God loves you or that I love you. You have to show them. And I thought about our original formula, truth plus action equals love. And truth plus action could mean many different things. I could walk up to someone I not like, slap them, and mean it. That's truth. That's action. That is not love. Might be fulfilling, but it's not love. And I think that's why it's important that we look at the terms. That when we act in the name of Christ, when we act as Christ acted, when we act as followers of Christ, then we are doing God's will on earth. Then we are fulfilling God's kingdom here on earth. Then we are acting out and showing God's love. So our theme was truth plus action equals love, but it was not a complete formula. We have to switch out the terms and realize that truth is truth in Christ. Truth as Christ showed us. 
plus action equals love. But not just any love. But the love of God. Love could mean many things. As I said during my sermon, I love M&M's. I love cupcakes. I, I got harassed a little. Harassed is a strong word. Uh, poked fun at because I didn't mention that I love the Tennessee Titans. Uh, so I have to put that out there. But that's not the same love as I have for Heather, for Hannah, for this congregation, for each of you, for the friends new and old we made this week at Mars Hill. And it's not the same as God's love for us, a love that is pure, that is unending, that there's nothing that we can do to break away from. So when we act in the name of Christ, as followers of Christ, we are fulfilling God's love for all. On Friday night, as we gathered for our closing worship, we invited people to stand and share where they've seen God's love and work during the week. And there are many different stories. People talk about wonderful stories with their homeowners. People talk about stories with one another. And we really did see God's love at work. And because you hear me talk every Sunday, I'm going to stop. And I'm going to invite Sherita Williams up to talk about her experience. This is her and her family's first time attending uh, Mars Hill with us. And she wanted to, or I asked her to, I'm not going to say she wanted to, (laughs) share a little bit about her experience. Good morning, everyone. Um, Boy, I don't even know where to begin. Mars Hill was such an amazing experience. Um, Like Pastor Chris said, this was our first year going. I think the year before we had heard a little bit about the mission trip, and I was like, oh, that sounds like a pretty cool idea. Maybe one year we'll be able to go and attend and um, see what it's all about. And so this year when Pastor Chris kind of was like, are you guys going to come? Do you think you'd be able to make it? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Um, but then we finally made the decision um, to come and join the group, and boy, are we happy that we did. Um, Pastor Chris, leading up to it, kind of gave us an overall idea of what we'd be doing and who we would be helping, but when um, my team and I first got to the site, it was very interesting, Um Because driving through Mars Hill, you kind of see, like, these nice homes. But then as you get further and further into the hill, boy, it's almost like you're in a different world. Um, Just the amount of poverty that these people are living in, it's mind-blowing. The site that we were on, um, Pastor Chris had mentioned, um, was the home where um, a young family full of women, I think it was four generations of women that were living within the home, um, they had to move out their trailer that was on site because it was, I mean, they couldn't live in it. The roo- I think the roof was falling in, the floors were falling in, so they got a shed and they converted it basically into a tiny home. And when I say tiny home, this shed is probably... I don't know, under 300 square feet. Gene, you might know, maybe three to 400 square feet. Um, but w- when you walk down the hill to their property, 
it's just the conditions. There was just trash everywhere. And, but as the week went on, you kind of get an idea of why they're living in these conditions. So our job was to create a bathroom. That was like their immediate need. They definitely had other needs, but these people, they didn't have any running water. They were tapping into their neighbor's hose, I believe, to so that they could have some form of running water. And when I say running water, it's not like the hose is flowing. It's almost like a trickle of water. So, And they're using this to do their dishes, to clean themselves up. Um, so I think we all went in there and we're like, whoa, there is an immediate need here. So I don't know about, well, no, I do know about Jean and Herb now. They And my husband, they have, like, they're pretty handy. Um, but me, myself, I thought I was handy until I realized, like, wow, we're building this bathroom from the ground up. I'm talking flooring, plumbing. Well, we didn't do, like, the major plumbing where it's running through the walls. But um, we put the pipes in and... We had to put in the shower and the shower heads, all the little intricate things you think about that are within a bathroom, our team did. And it was such an amazing experience. I've learned so much um, from Herb and Jean, who were kind of like our lead team members. And um, it was just a beautiful experience, even within the homeowner herself. Like when we first got there, you could see she was a little hesitant. She was a little nervous. But um, the more and more I thought about it, I'm like, wow, she's really, really brave. For someone to own up and to confess that they need help, especially living in the conditions that they lived in, it's brave to have strangers come to your property and not know what to expect. I mean, she didn't know if we were going to come in and judge her. Well, I hope she didn't think that we would coming from a church, but... um, she was kind of quiet and hesitant at first, and you could see as the days unfolded, she would tidy up and clean for us. And we were like, wow, man, we, we really see a change in her. And I definitely think it comes from that verse, let us not love in words or in speech, but in truth and action. I think she loved what we were doing for her, and we loved what we were doing for her, and she didn't have to say it, even though she definitely did every day. She thanked us. She was so gracious. Um, and by the end of the week, she you could just see the joy in her face and her family's. And it wasn't like a glamorous bathroom by any means, but it was a bathroom that could be functional for her and her family. And I definitely think that we made an impact on her and her family. And I think she also made an impact in my heart because even though we live in different conditions, you see that she still wanted the same things for her family that I want for mine. You know, she wanted a functional space. She didn't want to necessarily live the way she was living, but by whatever circumstance or choices in life, she was there. And I think my team and I, Herb was on my team, Jean was on my team, my husband Raymond, um, and two other kids um, from the church in Pittsburgh that um, I think we all came together as a group. We got to learn a lot from each other, and we also got to make an impact on 
someone's life. Um, aside from what we did on site, um, it was just uh, such a beautiful experience, getting to learn um, a lot from people from the other churches and learning their skill sets and worshiping and coming together as a group. Um, I definitely encourage any of you who are nervous about it or if you've thought about it and you're like, oh, man, I don't think I have these skills, you'll find the skills in your heart. God will lead will lead you and will give you the strength to be able to help another person in need. So that's my experience. Thank you. Uh, and then we, we put together a video. We showed it Friday night at worship. And so just to share a little bit of better uh, visual representation of our experience. So friends, that is a... Uh, just a, a teaser, a, a taste of what we experienced this past week. It would, we could be here for another week talking about it, but I'm not going to do that to you. Uh, but if you have any questions about it, ask any of us wearing the shirts. Um, we'll be going again next year. It's usually the second week in July. We'll be confirming the dates in the next few days. And if you think you have skill sets that fit, great. If you think you don't, come anyway. We need people to, to work with the children. Uh, on the last night, a gentleman from Shady Sides uh, stood up. His name is Adam, younger guy, and he talked about how everything about this trip was outside of his comfort zone. He talked about how he was not handy. He talked about how he was not comfortable driving a van. He drove the youth van. He was a, a bigger guy, and he took the youth hiking up the Appalachian Trail. Uh, he talked about how he wasn't comfortable about, with that. Uh, and then he said two things that were so profound. He said, I was so far out of my comfort zone, and I thought, what happens if I fall? He said, but then I found my soft landing spot, and it's you, the people gathered here. And then John, the youth leader, talked about how they were putting up a ceiling and holding it up. And it was him and Adam, and John's arms were just exhausted. He, he had to call someone to tag in, and someone else came in, and, and then uh, John put some of the screws in, and that person got tired, and someone else came in. And Adam just stood there the whole time holding it up. And afterwards, he said something that just humbled us all. And he said, how did you do that? They started calling him Atlas because he's holding the ceiling up so long. He said, well, every time I felt like I was going to fail or I felt weak, I just realized that I could do all things through God who strengthens me. And God let me hold it up. So no matter what your skill set, no matter what your age, we can use you on this mission trip. We had from uh, Ruthie was our youngest. She was about to turn two in, uh, in August. And then we, uh, how old do you think Mr. Bill is? He's late 80s probably. So, I mean, um, you know, and, and, and uh, has, uses a, a cane and a motorized wheelchair, which made him really popular with the kids. Uh, so if you're interested at all, please see me or any of the, the people in the gray shirts, and we will, you know, gladly tell you anything you have about the questions.